Talk lines open now at 247-2000. Hello, Ketchikan, and welcome to First City Forum. My name is Katherine Tatsuda, and I am thrilled to be here with you. It is March 1st. I honestly can't even believe it. The last two months of this year, January and February, in my world, it's just been a crazy blur of productivity. And then also, I'm going to be totally honest and transparent with you. I've had a really hard time. I think that probably moving forward in my life. I might just kind of struggle around this time of year. I know it's a hard time for everybody, but um, it just kind of like digs up all that trauma and hardness. Um, the loss of Tatsudas, the second anniversary of that just happened to be this last Sunday, February 27th. And so it's just been, it's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster ride, but I'm so thankful that today is March 1st. The sun is shining. There's only a little bit of clouds in the sky in Ketchikan. Um, as I'm like looking around in my garden and wandering around this, the city of Ketchikan, I'm noticing that there are starting to become like little new growth on plants. My daffodils are starting to pop up and some of my tulips are as well. So I'm just thankful and hopeful that spring is actually on its way. So I have a guest that um, I booked on the show a while ago, and he is supposed to be calling in, and I really, really, truly hope that he does. Billy Bolton, who represents, he actually founded the Alaska Adventure Project, is uh, going to come on the show, hopefully, fingers crossed, that and talk with us about all of the great work the, that the Alaska Adventure Project does and help just to bring awareness to it. Uh, and um, not just with what they do to help to support veterans, but also um, the work that they do helps to support our community as well. So I'm hoping that Billy will um, will get the message. I'm sure something came up. But in the meantime, I'm just going to talk to you. So it is Tuesday, March 1st. And it is this is like a big deal in New Orleans. It is fat Tuesday. And I have some friends who live in New Orleans, and I'm friends with them on Facebook. And I was just seeing all sorts of pictures of celebration and funness that they were up to today. And then I got a message from somebody who said, hey, you want to come to this event with me in Ketchikan? And I was like, didn't even know what she was talking about. But if you're interested in having a fun time tonight to help to celebrate Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday, you can go down to the Creek Street Cabaret. Uh, dinner is going to be completely New Orleans menu, and that starts at five o'clock. And on the menu is live crawfish, crawfish boil, catfish po' boy, blackened shrimp, as well as hush puppies. So you can go down there and have dinner, New Orleans style dinner, as well as after that, there's going to be a band, a live Dixieland jazz band is going to be playing, which, uh, and they're going to start playing at 7 p.m. Um, there's also going to be a costume contest for this. You can win a king cake, which I think I'm, you know, I'm not really that well versed in uh, New Orleans tradition. 
Mardi Gras, but I've watched a couple of documentaries or, you know, things on it. And that's a big deal for Mardi Gras. And so that is happening. Uh, that's happening tonight. So if you're looking for something fun to do tonight, starting at 5 p.m., you can go down to the Creek Street Cabaret, enjoy that New Orleans menu. And then that Dixieland Jazz Band starts at 10 p.m. So there is a $10 cover charge, and that uh, is only if you're not dining. So if you want to just go in and enjoy the music, participate in the cost, do the costume contest, maybe win that king cake. And then if you want to eat dinner, it's going to cost you extra. And I honestly don't know how much that is because it's not on the flyer, but that's okay. I'm sure you could call or uh, the Creek Street Cabaret and find out more information or just show up down there and say, hey, I want to eat. What you got going on? So that's something fun that's happening tonight. I also know that there are some like super big activities happening this weekend. Um, so First City Players was on the show with me last week, and I had a wonderful time talking with them about all of the incredible things that they are doing. And actually, so before I dive into what's happening this weekend, I also I want to say that they are having auditions for their upcoming multi-generational show, Honk. And those auditions are today and tomorrow. So Tuesday and Wednesday, this e- in the evenings. I don't exactly... I don't remember the exact times. I think they start somewhere around 6 p.m. And then they have s- several different slots that you can um, sign up for. And this is a show um, for people of all ages. So they're looking for children as well as adults to participate in this really sweet show called Honk. It is a take on the Ugly Duckling uh, and it's a musical. So there will be singing and there will be some dancing. Oh, I think I have my collar. This is exciting. So let me finish this real fast. So that's tonight. If you're interested in um, auditioning for those, make sure you give First City Players a call. Okay, let's see who's on the phone. Thank you for calling First City Forum. This is Kat. Uh, this is Billy Bolton. Hey, Billy, we're live on the air. Thanks for calling in. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thank you so much. I apologize for calling in a little late. Uh, just, you know? Yep. Nope. It's Maybe okay. It's away from you, but yeah, we're here now. So <laughs> yeah. Good to talk to you. Exactly. That's all that matters. I'm so happy that you're here. How's your day going? It's like March 1st. Can you even believe it? Oh, I can't even believe it, man. Um, yeah, time is sure flying. But yeah, the year's been good. Day's good. going great. How's your day going? My day's going well. Also, I was filling the time before you called and, you know, just kind of telling people how happy I am that it's March. Spring is around the corner. We're starting to see longer days here in Ketchikan and uh, and some, yeah, some new growth on all those plants and stuff. So it's it's starting to, you know, there's hope for spring, which uh, f- which is really exciting. <laughs> Yeah, what's the weather like in Ketchikan right now? Yeah, today, it's actually real. It's a nice day today. There's some clouds, but they're really far up high in the sky. So, and the sun is shining a bit, which is incredible. Oh. I think it was snowing not that long ago. I mean, maybe last week or I don't know, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm based out of California right now. So, okay. I think it was cold for about a week. And now it's going straight back to uh, 80s and 90s. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Tough life, yeah. man. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. So tell us, uh, tell us about the Alaska Adventure Project, and we'll just have a conversation from there. 
Right. So, um, so it was in about 20, 2015, um, right after I, I got out of the Marine Corps. Myself, I was in the infantry, uh, Marine Corps infantry machine gunner. And I was fortunate enough when I got out of, when I got out of doing all that, I was able to come home and, uh, get a greenhorn spot on one of the seine boats, um, that, that head out for the fishing season. And so that was kind of my, that was my way of coming home to catch can, uh, being that it's where I grew up and, you know, I'd spent so much time far away and, uh, you know, just having that experience was, was really special for me. Uh, it, it definitely wasn't a job that I, that I thoroughly enjoyed, but the, just the, the fact that I was home, uh, you know, it meant the world to me. So after I finished that season, uh, I came back to California, which is where I lived with my family. And, uh, you know, when I kind of discussed with my friends and my family, hey, you know, something really special happened up in Alaska. And, you know, me being a veteran, I think that it helped me uh, with some of the symptoms that I was dealing with, with uh, post-traumatic stress and, you know, just the, you know, the fatigue of being, uh, you know, a service member um, in a high capacity for such a long period of time. And so that's when I kind of, like, had the brainchild of starting the Alaska Adventure Project. Um, I think back then we, we called it, like, two or three different things, uh, long undigestible names. Sure. <laughs> we finally, we finally dumbed it down as you do, um, with anything that's good. You, you gotta like try and revamp it. But, um, so, so anyways, that's kind of like where, it, where the idea got started. Came back to catch cam with a bunch of friends and, and other service members. And we kind of did like a run through. And, you know, the big question was, you know, is this something that we can do? Is this something that Catch Can, you know, would welcome? And, you know, and then how are we going to do it? And across the board, it was like, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, just do it. You know, just start something. Um, because the big, the biggest, I would say, pandemic or epidemic that we face, especially as service members, but as a country, well before COVID, um, you know, it's, it's post-traumatic stress from the past, you know, 20 years, two decades of war that we've been in, you know, and I, I don't know if it gets a whole lot of coverage, but, you know, let's make no mistake, our country's been in conflict overseas and sending our, you know, young men and women over there to fight that battle for, you know, 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And so... um you know, we have a lot of people coming back with post-traumatic stress. The veteran suicide is at an all-time high. Uh, you know, and it's just like, I think we're missing the mark on giving our young men and women the ability to come home and cope right. with what they just went through, you know? Right, absolutely. Um, so so that's really the mission for a last adventure project. You know, it's, it's not complicated. It's like, hey... Come to Kitchcan, come to Alaska. Um, let's together. Let's let's do some cool stuff. Let's you know do things that are healthy, and let's you know let's figure out ways together on on how to cope. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if nothing else, let's create a network of people that we can communicate with when we're not coping that well. Yeah. And yeah. So, 
So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're doing with, with uh, Alaska Adventure. Project. I, I love it. I love it. So tell me about, you know, what's happened since y- you had, you know, you had that experience on the same boat, which was, I mean, which was sounds like, I mean, it was just incredibly healing for you. Prob- were you surprised by that? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, well, and, and one, <laughs> initially, it wasn't very healing, especially like when red jellyfish hit your sure. face and yeah. you have your boat captain screaming at you. Yes. <laughs> but, but that, you know, in, you take that in stride, but it was... Um, it was just like a breath of fresh air, you know, mm-hmm. when, when I, you know, you get to that point where you're just kind of suffocating and you're like, man, I, I feel like I've kind of forgotten how to breathe. Yeah. And, um, it was, you know, being out on that boat, you know, coming up on the deck and being on the forecastle with the wind blowing in your hair, like going to a fishing grounds and man, it was, uh, it, it was like one of the first times in a, in a minute that, I personally had felt like, oh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing the right thing right now to to help myself. Right, right, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I can understand. I have none of the experiences that you have, but I have my own PTSD and my own um, complex trauma. That and there's power. There's power in being on the water and connecting with nature and just giving yourself that yeah. time. You know, yeah, and and. The healing isn't specific at all for, right. you know, service members. It's just, it, you know, that's my niche. That's who I try and cater towards. But, you know, like you said, we all have, you know, we all have a past. We all yeah. have things that we've been through in order to get to where we are now. It's, you know, it kind of sort of carves out your soul. And how we, and, and how all that happened, you know, is, is trauma, it's experience, it's all this. And it's really important to, to be able to have that ability to, at least I think, to, to be able to, you know, just breathe, like step back from it, have a moment where, you know, you're not dealing with traffic or, right. you know, just like the you know, kids and right. family and all these things that come at you. Right. Uh, um, just life, you know, in general. Where it, it's yeah. such like a massive change from normal, you know? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, yeah. We're very, we're very lucky to have, you know, to have grown up in Ketchikan. Um, I, I think are most people that, that grow up in a small town, you know, that small town sense community. Right. And I'm just, I'm so blessed that I get to, that I was, that I had the, the ability to see, like, oh, let's 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 use this place as a tool, um, and yeah, I mean, you're there. I'm kind of jealous of you because you get to be there year round. You know, you get to see like the different seasons. I'm I'm sort of a a fair weather fisherman now. Sure, I'm, I'm like I'll call in. I'll be like, hey, is is it warm? Is it rainy right (laughs) let me know when it is i'll be there (laughs) yeah exactly exactly oh my goodness gracious okay so uh, so in 2000 well let me i just love that you thought to come like you had that experience on the same boat and then you know you were like this really helped me how can i help others and then and and you thought that like catch can was this place that you wanted to bring people to and and to give them that opportunity not just 
digest, to have that reset, not just to have that quiet in their lives, but also to connect with others who have shared similar experiences. Um, that's I. That's just incredible to me, you know. So what's uh, what's it looked like since 2015, since you brought, you know, that group of friends up here, you guys said, hey, you know, what can we did it? Like, what are what have you done? Um, and, and how has it impacted people's lives? Right. So um, initially, when we initially when we came up, I'll kind of give you a snapshot from like how we how we've grown. Um, initially, we, like I said, we came up, we did that like exploratory trip. We came up and we just sort of like put the feelers out like, hey, who wants to who, who wants to be a part of this? And like, are other people doing stuff like this? And, and what we found out was that, yes, a lot of people wanted to help out and, and really no was the answer to, is anyone, is anyone currently doing this, um, in Ketchikan? Except, and I'll get to this, but there are other groups doing it. But when we first got out there, like, you know, just, they weren't really, um, they weren't really pinging on the radar. Okay. So, how we've grown through that is we came back, we task organized, and um, you know we got we got some commitment from local sport fishermen. We got some commitment from local businesses um, that were like, "Yeah, come on out. Let's see, if it, let's see who you guys bring out." And, and yeah, we would love to help uh, you guys have like the most amazing experience. So, I mean, you you being from from Ketchikan. Right, I would say you know on any given weekend, like you maybe will do you know once maybe hike up Deer Mountain, mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe go out to like Silvis Lake. It's not like you know you, you get to take catch can in in pieces and you know over a long period of time, but put all those pieces together. What we were able to do was create the entire like every aspect of what is awesome for catch can. And we get to put it into like this amazing week. Yeah. Right. So, in on top of like the guys coming out with a beautiful place to stay, right on the beach, um, it you know provides that ocean sound, that view, that picturesque, you know, just like welcoming that first sight when you come into town. Um, but on top of that, we we run like a pretty rigorous schedule. Um, of everyone interacting, you know, we have guys like breakfast in the morning. So it's like all this stuff, it's, you know, it's not glamping in any sense of the way. Everyone has a job to do. Uh huh. And, and then we, we get out and we go zip line or we go, uh, you know, we go sport fishing where we hike up Deer Mountain. Um, all these things happen within like a one week period and i'll tell you it's it's a bit exhausting but like at the end of it absolutely nobody is feeling like there was a moment lost a moment wasted sure right which is what i think you know if you've ever dealt with post-traumatic stress you've ever dealt with like depression Mm -hmm. anxiety or anything like that so many wasted moments in your life that you wish that you could get back yeah um so as a, as an organization, we, we've sort of honed what we do. Uh, we've we've definitely made long lasting relationships with um, like the zipline tours, the float plane tours, the sport fishing, like all 
all the things that you, you would hope that you can accomplish, you know, in a lifetime of living in Ketchikan, we have the ability to do it in one week. And it's, I mean, it takes a village, um, and, but Ketchikan is that uh, 100%. And they, you know, it's, it just warms my heart to think about us getting ready, us calling people, us like letting people know, hey, we're still doing this. Are you guys ready to do it again? And, um, man, it just, I hope I'm still on track there, but I, you I are. I'm just letting you go. Biggest, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the biggest, the, the biggest thing that I w- I would like to say, you know, if any of those people are listening right now, is just how grateful we are that we've had the ability to grow as an organization. I mean, the the fact that they have given us the the strength, you know, it, it's never there's never been like any like sour comments or sour anything it's just been like hey thank you for coming so glad that we could help and yeah i mean that's that's really how we've grown since since the conception since the idea of let's let's just do it no it was like no yeah we see that you're doing it you know this is how you can do it better because we want to give you more Mm -hmm. we want to we want to offer more we want to you know we we want to find a way to say thank you to the people that you bring up yeah, and that's, uh, and that's that's growth right there for us. Yes, yeah. Well, I love because I know of. I mean, there's multiple organizations. There's a lot of organizations that you know that do work for uh, um, for veterans and help and help with their you know emotional recovery and and all of those things. Um, but. And I don't know how they all operate. I don't know the details of everything. I've heard some negative things about one in particular that was a really big one. But I love that you have, like, reached out and built all of these relationships and created local partnerships. Um, So it's more than just something that you're doing, but it's something that we are doing as a community. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. And, you know, it's not easy to get in. Um, to a town just like Ketchikan that's um, very tight-knit, you know? It's like, uh, I'm sure there are other, but, you know, I grew up there. So a lot of these relationships, um, just there were relationships that I had with people from, from, from a while back. And, you know, it was just like coming back, reinserting myself, allowing myself to come home, and then, you know, just reconnecting with these people. And, you know, like... That's the that's the best part for me, and I'll I would be lying if I didn't say that there's a part of this self-serving, right? Um, is that you know I've had the ability to to kind of remember where I came from, mm-hmm. um, and that's 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 the biggest part because you know sometimes you you know I live out here in California sometimes like I said I I feel like a fair weather fisherman from time to time yeah. but <laughs> there was a time where you know I. I was, you know, bearing through all the the winters and the rainstorms and everything with everyone yeah. else, and it's you know, it, it, that's the uh, those are the stripes that I earned well before I joined the military. 
Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> Made you pretty resilient and able to uh, to handle a lot of situations, I would imagine. I love, yeah. too, though, that, yeah. you know, with what you say is, um, you know, because I grew up here. We're actually similar in age. You graduated from K-High with my sister, who, and I graduated, I think, like two years ahead of you guys. And when you grow up in Ketchikan, it's easy to, especially when you're a kid, to not see the good, to not enjoy what what we have and to maybe and some people leave and and have no desire to return or and no connection but I love that you know over your experiences and you know and just everything that you did and then you said hey I want to share this with people in a really meaningful way and help to change their lives um, and celebrate where you're from. There's, I just think that there's a lot of power in that. So thank you for doing that. Um, we're talking with Billy Bolton, who um, is the founder. Co- are you the founder, the co-founder? What are you calling yourself? Yes, co-founder, president. Co-founder, president. Yes, president of the Alaska Adventure Project. We're going to take a quick break, Billy. Um, I'm going to stay, I'll stay on the line with you and we'll chat a little bit, but everyone else is going to hear some commercials and we'll be back uh, with more from Billy, learning more about the Alaska Adventure Project and also find out if you're interested in supporting this organization, how you can do that. All right, this is First City Forum. We'll be right back, you guys. First City Forum continues. Okay. Yay, good job. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry it took me took me a little minute to, to call in there. For some reason, I kept calling, and uh, I don't know if it's a lot. I, I don't know. But it was like, the number you've dialed is oh, not available. Oh, darn, huh? And I was like, no. What's going on? I just on? saw the clock ticking. It's okay. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that you were Uh, trying. That's like that. I just, yeah. I wonder what was going on. I guess, um, I think I heard somebody was saying that we had some sunspots or something that were causing some funny things. Anyways, but yeah, it's fine. I like, I try to act like a pro. So I had some notes on things that I was going to talk about. And uh, I don't know, you had like, I was like, gosh, I hope he calls in before 10 minutes because otherwise I'm out of notes. (laughs) Oh, I'm, yeah, well, that, I got through. I'm so sorry. Yes, so. no, don't even worry. Thank Not you. your fault. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I was thinking that people would be interested in uh, um, knowing about, like, how many people, like, how it works um, and how many people you've run, you've run through it. And then maybe, like, some stories, if you have, that you could share of, you know, people's experiences and then what happened afterwards um uh, you know um so yeah, yeah. is are you comfortable with those things yes i am okay perfect uh, one second i got someone else trying to call me oh uh, no worries uh, uh, let me try and i'll try and write this down and i'll lead you I'll, or at least i'll do my best <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, just so just ask the question and then I'll answer it yeah. um, the, the best way I can. And then, yeah, and then before we wrap up, I, I would take it this is like the last segment. Yeah, so we're, yeah, so we'll go, um, and then we'll, we're going to go up to right up on the noon hour. So, um, yeah, so we have like 
I don't know, 20 minutes or 25 minutes or something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah we can, uh, we'll talk about that and then, yeah, and then figure out, send us the ways that people can contribute. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I might actually lead with that since I, you know, I can say if you're interested in learning more and then we'll all go into some questions or something. So. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yay. I'm so glad that we were able to, to get you on the schedule. Yeah. No, thank you for doing this. Really. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Well, we're, um, yeah, we are definitely trying to ramp up the program this year and uh, bring a, bring a few more people. So yeah. We can every every little bit help. Yes, definitely. I was. I also. I had a thought, a question too, about how the last two years have been for you guys. Um, the last two summers, um, and so mm-hmm. we could touch on that, and then maybe that could be a good transition into you know. Anyways, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. Who knows what comes out of my mouth? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know. Too. I have to like catch this though because I'm like, ah, oh, I think I'm. I don't know if I veered off track. Right. No, you were totally fine. I totally, yeah, nope, you were totally fine. And we are back with First City Forum. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. So thankful to be here with you on this lovely Tuesday, March 1st. I do want to say a quick shout out and a huge thank you to the sponsors of First City Forum, KPU, and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. Um, they are helping to make sure that this program happens just for you to help to get the word out about um, all these great community events and different organizations like the one we're talking about today, the Alaska Adventure Project. I have co-founder and president Billy Bolton on the phone who uh, was born and raised here, grew up here, uh, spent some time in the military, and had a transformative experience working on a seine boat when he got back. And now he is bringing veterans to Ketchikan and giving them life-changing life-changing experiences here in Ketchikan to help them to heal um, and work through the post-traumatic stress that they are living with. So I'm so thankful to have you on the phone and to learn about the great work that you're doing and how you've included Ketchikan in it. Well, thank you for having me, 100%. Yes. Good to be here. Yes. So we talked quite a bit about, you know, the start of it and and and, uh, and just kind of the big picture stuff and some of the activities that you've done and the partnerships that you've made inside the community. So, and you, you know, you got this idea back in 2015 and, and you've been doing it year after year with bringing people up to Ketchikan. How many people, um, you know, on average per year are you bringing up and working with? How many people total have participated so far so each year uh, each year we bring up about five people um, so and but those are those are the nominees right so our business model is always you know it's a pay it forward business model right so if we take four guys up you know this year when they get back they're going to nominate like, you know, four or five more people to go up. And that's how, that's how we've kind of been vetting the pro, the, the program. Um, and, and knowing that we're, we're executing, you know, the program for, for the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so when they, when they go up, you know, they always have the opportunity to come back as, you know, either like staff or counselor um, for the next crew that's coming up. So we do have, so this year we're going to take, this year I believe we have five and 
that's kind of been the limit that we've um, held it to every year. So let's see, since 2015, uh, I think we've almost helped about 30 people. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, this would be about the, the fifth year or the, the sixth year that we're doing it. So, um, yeah, I think this group will cap, will, will be our 30, 30 veterans that have had the experience to come up to Kitscan. Wow. Wow. How um, many? But, but a lot of our staff is made up of our past recipients. Okay. So, yeah, that was going to um, be my question. I was going to ask, you know, how many people have returned to help with the program? Yeah, so we've had, I think, probably about five or six people that have kind of stayed on and um, been the continuous, you know, cycle of, of staff and and. I would I would say counselor. I mean, we don't. It just you know, it, they're the people that have gone up. They have the service, uh, you know, time in service and and then time in Alaska. Yeah. So they they have the ability to sort of counsel people through whatever they're dealing with as soon as the, you know they get the shock of just being in Alaska. Yes, yes, definitely. So where do these, you know, I mean, where are all these different people from? Is it like it com- is coming to Alaska, like, I mean, really magical, yeah. you know? Yeah, so it's a good question. Um, you know, so initially we had, we had a group of people come from California. Um, but since then, you know, when you're in the military, man, it's like a, it's a shotgun blast with people from all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had uh, people from Idaho, Missouri, um, let's see, Oregon. Uh, where, where else? Yeah, I mean, definitely parts of California. Um, shit. It, like at, uh, on top of my head, that's probably like six or seven different states sure. all over America. Yeah, I was going to um, say yeah, probably so, just all over. Yeah, hard to keep track, right? Yeah, Arizona. Um, God, yeah, it's, it is hard to keep track. But I mean, we're 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 reaching out and being able to grab onto people that are like spread across America, mm-hmm. and that's like the biggest thing. That's I think that's the most impactful part. It's not just, you know, people, you know, because I live in California now, I'm not just like walking around plucking out California and right. sending them up there. Right. Um, it's, it's, you know, people from all over the place. And I would say like one of the coolest stories from last year was, you know, we took these guys out from we had a couple of guys, one guy from Idaho and one guy from Missouri and then another guy um, from Texas. And, they came out and, and the type of fishing that they have done in the past was like, you know, like lake fishing mm-hmm. and they kind of out there just paddling around. And, um, the, the day that we went fishing with them, it was like our first day of fishing. Cause we do two, uh, was you know, by all rights. It was like hurricane <laughs> weather. <laughs> oh my blowing, goodness. <laughs> blowing 30, like, you know, six, seven foot waves. Uh, and, you know, we were out in the deep ocean. Big shout out to Alaska King Charters, uh, Captain William. Uh, but he took us out and he had a beautiful boat and he was 100% capable of what he was doing. But, and we were catching fish left, right, and center. I mean, it was like a, a hook in the water, fish on. And it was like that for about six hours straight. Oh, man. And when they came back, they were 
I mean, you could just see like the exhaustion in their face, and they're like, "Man, we felt like we were back, like <laughs> alive, alive, like we were, alive, like, back, back at war." Like, <laughs> oh my that gosh, was, that was insane. Yeah, and I mean, just talking about it, like you know, if you've ever been, you know, in a combat situation, you know, when you get back and you finally know that you're safe again, you know, there's all that adrenaline that needs to come out, and it comes out in, you know. The stories, you know, very articulate. Like, man, I felt like this, and I, you know, it's like trying to untangle this Rubik's cube of emotion. Yes, and that's what we. I mean, that's. I would say that one of the coolest things that I've been able to see is like we go out and do this, and it kind of shocks the system, and then these guys come back and they have that that similar experience like they did when they were in combat. Right, uh, right, know, able right. Able to untangle it together, laugh. I mean, we had one guy that he he was throwing up the entire way. Oh no! Uh, but he fished. But he fished. He would throw up and then get a fish, bring it on board, throw up again. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was committed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent, just committed to um, the task at hand, which right. you know is you know one of the best. One of the best traits of uh, you know a successful military person is just always going to stay focused in that realm. So yes, yes, Alaska definitely. was able to we were able to give him that experience in catch camp for sure. That's that's so wonderful, and give him that experience in a positive, you know, where you're catching fish and you're. I mean, how special? How special? What did you guys do with the fish? Did they get to take it home? So we when I mean, so we do two days of fishing. And if we're successful, you know, at the end of it, we have, we take it all to Cedars Lodge. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cedars Lodge because they've been, uh, you know, very generous and very helpful in, in helping us collect and keep our, keep our um, supply organized. But, um, yeah, at the end of it, you know, we send each veteran that comes out home with his, uh, with his very own box of fresh Alaska fish. Nice. And last year was amazing. We, I think, collectively, like we, you know, we caught about three hundred pounds of fish. I mean, we had like I think seven people went home with like sixty pound boxes. Oh my gosh! So, um, just that's sort of the gift that keeps on giving, right? Because and it's the one that keeps us all connected in, in the end. Because mm-hmm. you know we all get together with our families, we have a fish fry, it's like, hey, let's call, uh, you know, let's call Ryan, let's call Joel, let's get, you know, let's do like a, a video text and, and everyone, uh, you know, send a cheers out back to Alaska. Um, you know, it's just, it helps us all stay connected. Oh, so, yes. yeah. We, we do catch a lot of fish, we get some crab, and then we make sure that we, you know, we take it all in, package it up for them, and those boys go home with, you know, one of the best gifts that you can get from Ketchikan, the best souvenir anyways. Yeah, I love that so much because, well, then they get to share the gift. They get to share their experience with their families and their loved ones and their friends. And they can relive through stories I'm, what that, that, you know, that event that was so meaningful and special, you know, um, and that yeah. helps to ingrain that into them as, as us when we do that as humans. And it, you know, I, I just think that that's so really, that's just awesome. Yay. Yeah. See, um, 
we got to have a motto. It's like, you know, we bring the guys in and we want to turn, we want to turn war stories into fishing stories. Yes. And, you know, catch can stories. That's right. Try and, you know, we will hold on to the memories that we, that we have from past service forever. We never forget those. And that's not what it's about. It's just about, you know, putting, putting new things in our paths that are just as invigorating and exciting, but are yes. healthy. Yes, know? yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. So what are, you know, what do, what are the things that you hear back from those who have participated in the program? What are some of, you know, the experiences and the stories of, or how their lives have been impacted that, you know, you've been told as you've been doing this? Um, well, I'll, I'll give you one in particular that, that kind of like reaches out and touches me and, you know, me and this guy still stay connected, but uh, so one of the guys that came out to catch can and uh, you can easily look him up. He's actually doing very well for himself right now. His name is Jonathan Hancock, um, which is kind of a famous name in its own right. Uh, but he's he's doing everything he can in his power to you know put his own stamp on that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he so he was a service member with Second Battalion, Fourth Marines. Which if anyone kind of looks up that. Um, that battalion in the history of the past, you know, two decades of war, they were one of the more, um, they were the ones that took sort of the biggest brunt of the combat, um, for the Marine Corps, uh, like regular, regular infantry. And his way of dealing with post-traumatic stress is he walked from, from Maine all the way across America, and he walked into California, went back to Camp Pendleton, which is where he started serving, um, you know, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, he walked across America, made a documentary about it. But when I, when Alaska, when Alaska Venture Project latched onto him, um, it wasn't, it wasn't um, long after he had done that walk. Mm-hmm. And, I heard about it through another Marine who heard about it from another Marine. So it was very word of mouth. And uh, when I reached out to him, when we reached out to him, he, he was just like, hell yeah, man. It's like, I would love to come out to Alaska. Mm-hmm. I just walked across America and I could probably use some, you know, time on a boat. Sure. So I was like, all right. So he came out and saw what we were doing. And then when he got back, you know, he, made a promise with me, he's like, I'm going to get back and I'm going to start my own nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you know, uh, bring guys together and what, what his, he does, he likes to go on hikes. But basically, it's, you know, like, let's, let's create things that uh, give these guys amazing experiences so they can, so we can, you know, like talk about that instead of that. Right, you know? right. And, so he, he's come back and he started his own nonprofit called Bastards Road Project. Hmm. Um, and and I told him, I promised him, I was like, hey, if you start that, you know, I 100%, give me a call and I will be, you know, one of your first recipients, if you will. And I'll come out and I'll help you, you know, sort of hone your skill set for running a nonprofit. Right. And he did. And I was the, I was on the first group and he... <laughs> he hiked us up like one of the biggest mountains in Arizona um, and just completely kicked my butt. <laughs> but, 
but you know, we were able to we were able to reconnect. You know, we've kept that kept that relation relationship long lasting. Yeah. So I mean, and and a lot of the other people that come to Alaska, man. I mean, I, I don't know if they're as successful as John in creating their own organization, but they're starting to do things in their community that make more sense than, you know, what they were doing before. Right. 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 Then, you know, secluding themselves, like they're, they're being active. And I don't, you know, I don't know if AAP has uh, the rights to all of that success that's being spread out, but I know it has a little piece of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's us doing the right. Like if you do the right thing continuously, yes, then you're going to get the right the right result. It's a, it's a simple equation. Yep. Um, so and that's definitely what we're doing up there in Ketchikan. I love that. I love that so much, and I think that that you. Saying that, you know, this gentleman who walked across America and, you know, had made a documentary and I just looked it up really quickly and, you know, and I, I see he won a bunch of awards or was at a lot of film festivals, went on, on all, sorts, all sorts of news places and, and came up here and participated and started his own nonprofit. That's incredible. And it's amazing that he's doing that. Um, but like you don't have to do big things like that to make a big impact, you know, and so saying that the gentlemen who came up and participated in this with you are now back inside of their communities and they're being active and doing good, even if it's just in little ways. Um, my experience with my family's family supermarket show, I know fully how it's those little tiny acts of service that we do for others within the areas that we have the power and the capacity to that helps to change lives and 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 just create stronger communities which ultimately helps to create a really stronger world and you know so I'm glad that you shared both of those thank you yeah yeah no it's um it is. It's like I said, with, with any uh, amount of progress, it takes a village. Ketchikan's definitely been that for us. But yeah, the I would say that the impact of what the guys get from from going on this program, coming out there and seeing that it's it's a drop in the pond, uh, definitely a ripple effect. Uh, it's it's been good. Even if they they go back home and they connect with their local VFW. Which, right. you know, if there's any veterans in Ketchikan that are listening to this and, you know, you haven't, for whatever reason, you know, gone and connected with you to, like, the you know, Lions Club or the American Legion or the local VFW, I mean, let's talk about, like, a, a treasure trove of experience and like-minded individuals. Yeah. Um, you know, secluding yourself is definitely not the answer. Like, being despondent or, or you know, not being an active part of your community is just, it's the quickest way to let the worst effects of post-traumatic stress, you know, sort of take over your life. Right. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like it's so, cause I, I mean, I have experienced tremendous depression and anxiety and, you know, within my own experiences. And I know though that, how hard it is when you're in it to like get out of it. But sometimes it is like doing those things, like connecting with other people who share similar experiences or who can connect and understand, even if we don't want to, no matter how badly we don't want to, that 
that's kind of exactly what we need, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you and I both, uh, you know, have have dealt with, sounds like you've dealt with, you know, your degree of, of depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. like these are these are like normal things. Yeah. And even even just being like in catch can sometimes. Yes. Right? It's kind of, it it's kind of a depressing It place. is. It's, so if you're already Yeah. If you're already dealing with it from 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 an outside, you know, experience or you know, whatever it may be, you know, it's catch can can definitely um compound and yes it can (laughs) there's no doubt about about. that yeah 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 stack like 10 rainy days on top of each other right right on top of whatever you're carrying from life you know i mean it's yeah yeah. so um so if people are interested in supporting the alaska adventure project getting involved with it i mean wanting more information where is a good place for them to go uh to do that so we have a website uh which we are like we're always trying to work on it, but the website address is www.alaskaadventureproject.org. And within that, people will be able to see pictures of the guys that we brought up, you know, the adventures that we've been on, kind of scope out who the team is, who the guy, who, who are the guys that came up the last year, and who's going to be coming up this year. So people can kind of get a play-by-play of what to expect when mm-hmm. we arrive. And when we're going to be around and, you know, and then another great way to be um, supportive if you want to do that is, you know, like when we get to town, you can reach out to me via that website or my email address, which is Billy Bolton at AlaskaAdventureProject.org. Try and keep it simple. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, I mean, however people want to help, we always have open ears and open arms and we just want to. You know, we want to be able to utilize and and then also say thank you to to everybody and especially the town and you know that's yeah. But that's the best way. Just reach out over the website or Perfect. email me directly, and um, you can donate right on the website if you, if your contribution wants to be monetarily. That's uh, you know we always accept donations that way as well. Perfect. Yeah. So this is so it is a nonprofit and it's funded by donations and um, yeah and so and then correct yeah, lots it's, of it's volunteer a hours. Five hundred one c three. Yeah. Um, so any donations make are, are definitely a tax deduction. But the one thing that I want to make clear is that one hundred percent of what we pull in goes to the veterans. So there's some other organizations that you know they have a lot of overhead. They do advertising. Like this is my advertising right now, talking to you. And, right. You know, this isn't co- this isn't costing us anything. This is just us getting the word out. Um, right. So, whatever we bring in, you know, it'll either go to gear for the veterans, or you know, directly to the experience that they receive in Ketchikan. So, you anyone that does donate monetarily, I just want them to know that it's all going to the right place. We do not pay ourselves. We don't have any salaries going to. Everyone's a volunteer. Yeah. Wow. Um, thank you. Thank you, Billy, for, you know, I mean, just for doing this, for for feeling that, yeah, 
for share, for experiencing what you experienced and then saying, I want to help to positively impact other people's lives and help them to heal a little bit. Um, by and by including catch can in that so i appreciate you calling in and talking uh, with us about the alaska adventure project and again if you want to know more alaska adventure project dot o-r-g thank you billy it's the end of our show oh my goodness gracious wow that went quick i know (laughs) (laughs) all right you have a wonderful day okay and uh we'll talk to you soon (laughs) okay bye-bye all right we'll talk soon bye-bye That was Billy Bolton, a born and raised man right here in Ketchikan, um, went off and uh, was in the military and has uh, started his own nonprofit, Alaska Adventure Project, to help to heal um, other veterans with their PTSD and all of that stuff they're carrying. So thankful to be able to speak with him. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. This is the end of First City Forum today. I am not going to be back with you tomorrow, but Joe Williams will be, and uh, he's going to be talking with the museum about their upcoming exhibit opening. That's happening this Friday. You guys have the most wonderful day ever, and I'll talk to you soon.